Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Monday, July 31st. It is six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you for joining us on this sunny Monday morning. His name is Rob Kendall. You can find him on Twitter, Rob M. Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. You can find me there too, Casey Daniels 317. And of course, we're both on Twitter and uh, YouTube right now. Just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. Well, it was a busy weekend for our politicians. Ron DeSantis. Santa suggested that Donald Trump's attacks against him may actually help him with his candidacy. He said that during a stop in New Hampshire on Sunday, he said that uh, he's not concerned about these wave of insults and mockery and that the president can just continue to launch them against him. However, according to the latest New York Times Siena poll, they are hurting Ron DeSantis because Trump has a big lead, 37 points. This race so far has been boring, Casey, and I was very much hoping that it wouldn't be boring because I thought, well, we've got DeSantis in there and you've got Mike Pence in there and Trump's going to rip him to shreds and you've got Tim Scott, who's kind of an interesting uh, fella. And so far, it has been Trump just beating the hell out of DeSantis and everybody else in the field just standing back watching. Mm-hmm. And it is as though a sixth grader is taking on a third grader in an after-school uh, brawl for it all. I, this is just, it's boring. None of these people, it's like Trump's beating the crap out of DeSantis. Boy, somebody ought to do something about that. Yeah, someone re- should really step in. And nobody steps Nobody's in. Nobody's doing it. Imagine how boring it would be if Trump wasn't in the race. Well. And you'd be really a snooze fest. Well, but here's the thing. In a, in a weird way, at least for the pol- engaged political, by the way, I, I can't tell you, Casey, right now on our news gathering partners at Wish TV, the, what's the thing at the bottom? What's that called? The, the super? Or yeah. The what, yeah. The, Pence confident he will qualify for Oct- uh, August 23rd debate. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the joy it brings me to know as of July the 31st, Mike Pence has still not qualified to be in the first presidential debate. He needs to start handing out gift cards like Doug who Burgum. Yeah, did. Doug. Well, so this is what it reminds me of. When I was a kid, they would have signups for Little League Baseball and they had a limit on how many kids <laughs> could play in the Little League because they only had so many fields or whatever. So they were always the coaches were always adamant to the better players. Do not wait. Make sure you get there between these hours because if you run out of space, you will not be eligible to play Little League Baseball. And the only requirement to play Little League Baseball was to be the right age and live in the town. So the threshold was so low to play Little League Baseball that you said there's no way the good Little League player or even the remotely decent one who is told in advance, hey, Junior, make sure you don't dawdle around and make sure you get there in advance. Show up on time. Live in town, be correct age. No way you could screw that up. Same thing for this. Get 40,000 donors, get uh, whatever it is, 2% in in one poll or whatever Mm -hmm. the bar is. Pence can't do it. He can't. He's the kid who slept in and forgot to get there on time. (laughs) He has been saying that he thinks that he will get enough donors (laughs) by the August 23rd. 
Look, at this point, if you are giving money, if you have not previously given money to Mike Pence and you give money to Mike Pence, in my eyes, you are committing a criminal act. You might as well just light it on fire. Because the joy that it will bring me, and I promise you, the joy you will get out of this radio show for the foreseeable future, (laughs) if Mike Pence fails to qualify for the debate stage, will far exceed whatever joy you might get seeing him get his ass handed to him by Donald Trump on stage for the five minutes they engage or whatever. Do not give this guy money. It is like giving money to the panhandlers on Monument Circle. Do not feed the beast. Just let that man sit there and in his own stew and suffer because that's what he deserves. Well, there was another name that's been added to the, I don't know, how many people are running for president now under the GOP is it like 29 million <laughs> 9 million Casey everybody like you know what you should run everybody's <laughs> running let's all do it there was a new name added uh Will Hurd <laughs> Where this guy come from? Did he get enough donors? Uh, I don't think Will Hurd will be joining us on uh, <laughs> August the August the twenty third. But anyway, sorry, I just it was like a squirrel moment. I just got totally distracted because of the joy that hopped into my heart as I saw that Mike Pence, <laughs> and we are almost to August, has still not qualified. That's pathetic. Mm-hmm. To be the former vice president, you are the a, a very high profile governor of a state. You are a U.S. congressman for over a decade, and you cannot get forty thousand people to give you one dollar. He spent a lot of time in Iowa, and apparently that's not working out for him. Well, he needs to go somewhere where he can find someone to give. Oh, it's one dollar, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. It's one dollar. Mm-hmm. One dollar. Even a sympathy give. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> can't. You need to roll out some more Mike Pence stories. Uh, well, I, I thought I was going to have to to prevent the country from potentially being suckered in after, you know, I mean, when somebody's pulled a con job off for 23 years, you just assume that it's going to continue in perpetuity. But remember, on American Greed, there's always a moment. If you've ever seen the television show American Greed, it's on uh, CNBC, and it's uh, an hour-long documentary-type show where they review people who have done great cons or frauds inside the financial sector industry, whatever. And generally, what will happen is there is a moment, many times accidental or discovered without intention or whatever, where the whole thing is revealed and it crumbles very quickly, no matter how long the thing has gone on. Bernie Madoff, Mm -hmm. great example. Um, This is Mike Pence. The Tucker Carlson thing was the moment where some random investor who had been part of the Ponzi scheme, finally looked a little closer at the fraudulent statement that they'd been receiving. And now America is looking at the fraudulent statement they've been receiving from Mike Pence and going, we will not give you $1. If only they could have wrapped that up in like the 53 minutes, like on the TV show, (laughs) right? Instead, it's taken years and years. Well, back to Ron DeSantis. He says that he uh, he doesn't like the name calling. He won't do it. He doesn't think it's effective. And he also thinks that it turns off a lot of voters. But not apparently to what happened in Iowa, because, boy, Trump was getting a ton of support, even as he walked on stage to a questionable Brooks and Dunn song that Kim Reynolds, the governor of Iowa, chose. Because when Donald Trump walked on stage, the lyric mentioned prison, like it was queued up right to that point, right when Donald Trump walked on stage. Didn't stop his supporters from loving him, though. Okay, so we've got to play this. I think this was actually in Pennsylvania because he was in Pennsylvania over the mm-hmm. weekend as well and uh this is uh this is maybe the greatest 
quote in the history of ever. Look, I am a DeSantis person. I think he would be overwhelmingly be the best person to lead the Republican Party. But I got to give Trump credit on this one. This is pretty strong. The Sanctus is gone. He's uh, just about over. I think if he ever made a comeback, it would be the greatest comeback in political history. He's gone. I endorsed him. He was gone before I endorsed him. I endorsed him. You know that, right? I endorsed him. I said, all right. He came in crying. Please, please, you'll do it. I said, you couldn't get, you're so far behind, you couldn't win if George Washington and Abraham Lincoln came back from the dead. You couldn't win. I just love how this, I just, the first, Kev, can we scroll that back and play like the first five or so seconds I will tell you when to stop because this is my favorite part and I will tell you why in just a second. The Sanctus is gone. Boom, boom. Like, <laughs> like he's gone. He's just disappeared as a, his humanity is over. He's gone. He's just gone as a human being. Mm-hmm. And he, he doesn't, it's not even his name, right? And then Trump will do this where he will dehumanize you further by dehumanizing your nickname. <laughs> like he is now, and he does this. This is a pattern with Trump. Okay, he gives you this stupid, ridiculous nickname and then he dehumanizes you further by dehumanizing your nickname. So now it's De Sanctus. It's not even De Sanctimonious. It's just, and he's gone. Right. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> well, not according to him. He did lay off those 38 uh, staffers for his campaign. He's trying to regroup. And this morning he is focusing on the, the economy. Ron DeSantis rolling out his economic independence plan, which is a good thing because uh economic issues, 41%. That is the main concern of Republican voters right now. Uh, okay, I want to play this real quick so we got to get to a break, but I can't tell you the Trump bravado, like if it weren't actually doing damage to the country by allowing Democrats to get elected, from an entertainment standpoint, is just A-plus stuff. You said it was boring. See, without Trump, you would be Snoozing. Well, you, I, I may actually reverse course and agree with the blonde lady from Indianapolis here because I think you may be right that this, from a political nerd perspective, it would be better because it would be close. It's like the golf tournament this weekend. J.D. Uh, Poston, I think, was the guy's name. Oh, I forget. I don't even remember who the guy was who won. It was so boring. But he won by like <laughs> 93 Shots. It was so boring, Casey. I turned it off in the middle of the tournament, and I never do that. But the guy was so far ahead. But he's some guy nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the tournament was super close. There were like three guys within a shot of the lead. And you said, oh, my gosh. Who's coming in second? Uh, yeah, the tournament was for a second. This is the thing with Trump. The actual primary would be super interesting if Trump weren't involved. Mm-hmm. He's just so far ahead of everyone he's else. He's dominating everybody else. Yeah. Uh, here, I, I love this. So Trump calls on same speech calls on everyone to get out yeah it says all your money should just go to me to support ballot <laughs> harvesting i say this from strength not from weakness believe me i think it's time for ron de sanctimonious and so many of those other clowns on this day now you had to see iowa they're speaking to people that aren't even listening they're talking they're, not, they're waiting for me to have to say they're waiting for me to come up i spoke last I spoke last, but uh, they're waiting for me to come up. But for Rhonda Sanctimonious and so many others that are wasting hundreds of millions of dollars that Republicans should be using to build a massive vote-gathering operation to take on crooked Joe Biden in November, because we cannot lose. We cannot allow 
our country to lose that election. If, if we do lose that election, I don't think we have a country anymore. I'll be honest. You see what's going on. All right. So in honor of this, here's what I'm going to do. Kev, you should totally take your next paycheck. And I know you've got you got to pay down that fabulous van and you've got bills to pay and you've got food to buy. But this show is so important to the people of Indianapolis that you should totally, in lieu of living your life, you should take all of your money from your next paycheck and give it to me so that I can start eating at nicer restaurants to ensure that I continue to exist to be able to do this show every single day. Okay, yeah, if you need money to eat at the uh, Brownsburg Applebee's, then everybody is just waiting to hear from me. They're looking right past you, Kev, and so I'm going to endear myself by questioning your very humanity and then say, hey, give me all of your money. Mm, sounds good. <laughs> and this is what just happened. Yes. Well, you know what? His super PAC, th- it's being reported, spent more than $40 million this year just on his legal fees. <laughs> so that's why all of you other people get out. I need that money. Uh, that's good stuff. Speaking of uh, Donald Trump, he has released a new ad where he's blasting Joe Biden. And we're going to hear that coming up next from 93 WIBC. Papa was alone Taste the tang. Yes, yummy. 924, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Skittles, yes, Skittles, the candy, introducing a new flavor. Oh. This looks so weird to me. It's uh, mustard-flavored Skittles. That sounds like the worst thing you've ever said on these radio airwaves in the year and a half you've been here. Mustard-flavored can no, is is that something you can put on hot dogs and hamburgers? <laughs> Melt it down. Well, okay, okay. Pour so, it over. So without outing someone and getting them on a poster at the post office, Kev, you are probably of the people in this room. You have probably dabbled in the most amount of spices of life. So I will put it to you: uh, Would you be adventurous enough of all these spices you have dabbled in to consume a mustard flavored Skittle? Um, I would probably try one, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to enjoy it. There's no way. <laughs> Why do they do I'm th- going to try it, but I'm going to hate every minute of it. Why do they do this? We see all sorts of companies mm-hmm. do these sort of things where Mountain Dew has 99 flavors that come out. And this is an example with the Skittles. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever lasts. You know what lasts? The thing that became... The thing to begin with. Yeah. It's like the M&M's. Okay, yes, the peanut M&M did, did last, but all these different... The caramel yeah, this or last. the brownie cookie. Why okay. don't you just do what you're good at? So Skittles is announcing this in partnership with French's Mustard, and oh. it is to honor National Mustard Day, which uh-huh. is on August 5th. Sure. So I'm going to try and find some and bring them in, and we'll have an on-air taste test, Absolutely. okay? Absolutely. That sounds horrible. Hey, speaking of tasting something, many people still not drinking Bud Light. Anheuser-Busch saying that they're laying off hundreds of positions in the company. Uh, Bud Light for the second consecutive month, not the top selling beer in the country. Wow. Uh, the company said that uh, it's going to be less than 2% of their workforce that will be laid off, which is equivalent to about 380 positions oh. that will be eliminated. Currently, Anheuser-Busch still employing more than 19,000 employees nationwide. All right, Casey, when we come back, mm-hmm. we've got uh, a bunch of audio related to the Biden family. We got James Comer talking about how they tr- the, the Biden DOJ tried to throw Devin Archer in jail yeah, because he's, over set, the weekend. he's set to testify today, which is unbelievable. And now they're backpedaling on that. We didn't do that. And I have to ask you a very important question because I have 
developed a new favorite hobby on social media, mm-hmm. and I'm curious if I am a total weirdo or if other people do the <laughs> same thing that I do. Without knowing what it is, I'm going to say you're a total weirdo, you, but change my mind. You have absolutely no idea what I'm about to tell you, <laughs> no. and you're going to, I'm going to be very curious what your answer is to this, because I believe it could go either way. Yeah. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning, it is 9.32. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Biden's DOJ back and down says it did not call for Devin Archer to be jailed before he's supposed to give testimony today. This testimony could implicate Joe in Hunter's shady business dealings. They they sent an odd letter on Saturday (laughs) and everybody took it that meant, oh, they wanted him arrested and imprisoned before today. And now this morning they're saying, no, we didn't do that. We, We didn't mean that. Isn't it wild how many coincidences just seem to keep happening and there's always some excuse. It's like one thing, oh, okay, you know, that happens. It's the government. You people are clearly incompetent and couldn't run a rallies if your life depended on it. So I would get that things like that would happen. But when it keeps happening, Mm -hmm. all of this stuff, it's just a coincidence that Trump keeps getting indicted on days that Biden has really bad news. Mm -hmm. It's just a coincidence that this guy gets a letter which seems to indicate they wanted to put him in jail before he could testify in front of Congress. Mm -hmm. It's all just a big coincidence, Casey. Yes, it is. Okay, well, James Comer, he was uh, doing the Sunday talk shows, and here he is explaining that, yeah, the DOJ tried to have Archer, Devin Archer, our new comic book hero, thrown in jail two days before he's set to give testimony. So what is this letter? Can you walk us through it? Uh, The government is uh, apprising the court of the status of Devin Archer's appeal of his judgment of conviction, and they request that the court set a surrender date for the defendant to report to a facility. Uh, Please walk us through what this letter says. Yeah, the letter from the Department of Justice is uh, trying to nudge the judge to go ahead and sentence Devin Archer uh, for something unrelated to what we're going to be talking to him about tomorrow. Uh, It's odd that it was issued on a Saturday, and it's odd that it's right before he's scheduled to come in to uh, have an opportunity to speak in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people the truth about what really went on with Burisma. So, you know, I don't know if this is a coincidence, Maria, or if this is another example of the weaponization of the Department of Justice, but I can tell you this. The lengths to which the Biden legal team has gone to try to intimidate our witnesses, to coordinate with the Department of Justice, and to certainly coordinate with the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee to encourage people not to cooperate with our investigation, to encourage banks not to turn over bank records, to encourage Treasury not to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. It's very troubling, and I believe that uh, you know this is a- another violation of the law. This is obstruction of justice, but nevertheless, we're going to continue. To- okay, so Devin Archer, who was 
I believe at this point, a former friend and former business partner <laughs> partner of Hunter Biden. He's expected to provide the House Oversight Committee with some bombshell details today that are going to link Joe Biden to Hunter Biden's foreign business affairs. I can already tell what our lead story for tomorrow is going to be. I can't wait to hear what Devin Archer has to say. Okay, so Chris Coons, he is a United States senator. He is from Delaware. He is great friends with Biden. And one of the things that amazes me about the left, and I say this as both a compliment and with immense sorrow, is their ability to look society in the eye and just totally lie with no regard whatsoever for the truth to 330 million people. They have taken an oath to, uh, they have sworn to uh, protect and defend and uphold the, the betterment of those people. Um, so Chris Coons was on, was always oh, on Meet the Press. Chuck uh, Todd. Yeah, it's with Chuck Todd. He's still doing it too, and even though he said he was stepping down from that job. Look, Casey, there are, uh, well, you've worked in radio. You've been a victim many times, I'm sure, of lack of advancement because of some person who promises to go away and won't. This shouldn't be any sort of new thing to you. Um, but anyway, so this guy, Chris Coons, despite a cavalcade of evidence that Joe Biden is very clearly involved and profiteering off of Hunter Biden's business dealings, Chris Coons says there's no evidence of that whatsoever. Let me ask you this. Do you think it would behoove the president for him to come out and say, hey, I had no business dealings with my son. My son's issues are my son's issues. Do you think he needs to say that more directly? Because there's a lot of people that believe something something else will happen. Well, let's be clear about that point, Chuck. There's been a five-year investigation, five years, by a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney. Um, This investigation started during the Trump administration, and they've come forward with not one shred of evidence um, tying President Biden to any of this. Oh, well, sure. We've got Corinne Jean-Pierre giving us the answer. So he said, would it behoove the president? Can I answer? Yes. Yes, it would. But, you know, we're being told he's never talked to his son about his business dealings. He's never been involved in the business dealings. However, we've got emails, texts, voicemails, photos, sworn witness testimony, but nothing to see here. Move along. Casey, there is no evidence whatsoever that I have done a radio show with you for the past year and a half. None whatsoever. <laughs> no, there's there's no YouTube clips. There's no Twitter posts. There's no pictures. Nothing. You're right. And, and these people who are amongst the highest elected people in this country say that stuff with a straight face. I mean, it is, I know I've used this term before, but it is very sociopathic behavior. I mean, it is incredibly scary that you have people who have so little regard for the truth. They have so little regard for the decency of this country. They have so little regard for the taxpayers that they just, I mean, they just blatantly lie. Everybody has seen, as you said, the text messages, the emails, the laptop. Everybody knows Joe Biden is the big guy. Everybody knows Hunter Biden sent a text to the to the guy on WhatsApp, the Chinese businessman, saying, I'm here with my father. Mm-hmm. There's photos that he was at his dad's house the day he said, I I'm here with my father. So Kuhn said there's not one shred of evidence. I think what he meant was there's not shredded evidence. <laughs> Plus, you're going to win the show today. Uh, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. I've started doing this, okay. and you can, you know, you it's half your show, so you're not going to hurt my feelings, no matter what you say <laughs> about whether this is a cool thing or this is the weirdest thing ever. What are you doing? Well, okay. So, as you know, I've had a lot of downtime. Uh-huh. Uh, with since the, the baby was so, born. Since the birth of my yeah. daughter. And 
I have, you know, you have long periods where you're feeding the child and you have to find things to entertain yourself. And there's only so many episodes of 24 you can binge watch before you get a little bored with that and have to take a break. So one of my new favorite things to do is in the real estate world, the real estate world has evolved like everything else. And we love our very fabulous friend and sponsor of this show, Mark Deedle. And obviously there are other people that do, you know, what he does. But I have started to take a liking to watching virtual tours <laughs> and by virtual, I guess virtual is not even the right word. You're talking about the 3D tour. No, no, no. I'm talking, I guess in virtual is not the right word. It's in the virtual world, but it's an actual physical tour. Like the realtor will have a camera and will be walking you through a home in central Indiana, mm-hmm. and they are presenting it as though it is lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> and I have enjoyed watching real uh, my favorite one of my favorite things now is to watch realtors take otherwise mediocre properties mm-hmm. and present them to you as though they are uh this fabulous mansion up on a hill in Laurel Canyon in California i have just begun to really 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 appreciate a realtor making a sale mm-hmm. that is I recognize from the walking tour is likely completely ridiculous. No, I think that's awesome. Now, are you critiquing their pitch while you're watching or you're just going along for the ride? Well, okay. So, um <laughs> I love this because I found myself on Zillow over the weekend looking at houses too. Because it used to be, okay, you know, and I've had several friends who have been in the business of helping realtors with this. The original thing was we're going to take photos of the home and we're going to soup those bad boys up and we're going to make those look super nice and we're going to stage and it was photos. And then it became the 3D tour, the 3D tour. And then you had drones. Mm-hmm. And I guess the new thing now, and it makes sense, is if you've got a realtor who either has a large staff or is fairly handy with a cellular telephone, they can give you a walking tour through these properties. And so, yes, I am sitting there watching some of these, <laughs> seeing how many of these I can be convinced into saying, oh, man, yeah. I, might, I might be interested That's a nice in. place. And I'm getting pretty good mm-hmm. at seeing the ones that are complete bullcrap yeah. and then actually sorting through the ones that I go, I might actually be very interested in that property. I was looking at Zillow over the weekend going, wow, okay, 1.5 million. What's the monthly payment on that? <laughs> Oh, 2.5 million on Admiral's Point. This looks lovely. This is fantastic. Oh, it only has a monthly mortgage payment of $17,000 a month. Okay, so so here is the other follow-up to this. Is it very weird that there was a property I saw the other day mm-hmm. And because of the virtual tour that the realtor you want to go gave, look at it? I really want to go. They're having some sort of open house for, for it this week. And I, of course, obviously, I have no intention of buying it. Mm-hmm. But I just want to go see if the the reality... Do you want to see the place or do you want to meet the realtor? Uh, well, a little bit of both because the realtor is a pretty darn good salesperson uh-huh. and I'm watching this going, man, I know there's got to be a catch here to this because the price they're asking for this thing does not line up with how it is actually being right. presented. So there must be a catch. But I'll tell you what, for a handheld cellular telephone and the realtor maneuvering the camera back and forth between herself and mm-hmm. the, the, the rooms, I am... You're getting am, some good entertainment. Yeah, huh? my wife the other day was like, "What are you doing?" Because she's listening. Obviously, you could hear they're doing the sales pitch. Uh-huh. What? And, and I said, "Your wife's like, are we moving?" I said, "What? What's said, going on?" What are you doing? I said, "Well, I'm watching this realtor do this walkthrough of this home," and she goes, "Do, do you want to buy it?" 
I said, no. <laughs> well, then why are you watching it? What else do I have to do? What else have I got going so that, on? So that does not make me weird that I have started to really enjoy that and play that little game with myself if it's legit or, or bull crap. No, I think you're good. Perfect. I think you're That makes good. me feel so much I better. I mean, there are people who watch other people play video games. Yeah. I think you're okay watching someone give yeah. a tour of a house. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. I feel so much better about myself. Hey, did you hear? It's a girl. Yes, it was a girl. It's a girl. It was a girl. Yeah. Olivia Thatcher, that's no, her name. No, no, no. I'm talking about oh, the other girl. What girl? Joe Biden now acknowledging his seventh oh, grandchild. Oh, hot dang. It's a girl, and we're going to talk about that coming up from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's a girl. Good morning. It is 945. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So President Biden has not met his seventh grandchild yet, but he is finally acknowledging her. He he must have got some polling data that says, hey, Joe, this isn't a good look. You know, this is a, a full human being, four years old now. The whole world knows she exists. You might want to actually acknowledge her at this point. Well, and this, they gave some sort of statement to People Magazine, which is so weird after all of this time. And look, I mean, the Bidens are just pathetic people, and that's been very well known. And they tried to blame their uh, Joe's unwillingness to acknowledge Navy Biden over this uh, child support issue with Hunter, mm-hmm. which is completely ridiculous because they tried to say, well, now that it has been resolved and blah, 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 uh, we feel we can do this. That's ridiculous because there was no issue as to who the father was. The only issue was how much money should he have to pay from his ill-gotten gains that you're in cahoots with him on to support this kid. Mm -hmm. We have known for a very long time, Hunter Biden is that kid's father. And from the moment that you knew Hunter Biden was that kid's dad, there is no reason that Joe Biden couldn't or shouldn't have acknowledged that's his grandkid. What Hunter Biden pays in child support would in no way be impacted whether you acknowledge that grandkid is yours or not. Right. So you had mentioned that they put out a statement to People Magazine. Biden said this is not a political issue. It's a family matter. Jill and I only want what is best for our grandchildren, including Navy. Okay, yeah, it's a family matter. But why was he in front of the whole world saying, I talk to my six grandchildren every day? You're right. And to go out of your way to not acknowledge. I mean, it, you know, it, it would be one thing if he said and it wouldn't make it any better for this kid. But if he said, you know, I talk to my grandkids every day. Mm-hmm. But to name a number that, you know, well, maybe he doesn't know it's different. It's Biden. But <laughs> to name a number mm-hmm. that is different and repeatedly, it's not like, oh, man, could you ask somebody how many have <laughs> you ever asked somebody how many kids do you have? And they have to, like, stop and think for a second. There are people who genuinely are trying to remember how many kids they have or you know by do you have grandkids oh yeah i have uh and you know they're doing math on their fingers and toes or whatever i think i have 17 no maybe it's 16 no i think it's 17 they're not trying to deliberately exclude someone from the right from the list they just don't may not remember harold or george's 
existence in the moment where they're trying to do it with fingers and toes. The weird thing about this is that there are thousands of families across the country that have different circumstances. Um, you know, uh, some people live with their grandparents or there are step siblings or I mean, the American family is made up of many different combinations now and for him to sit there and say I have six grandkids not seven it's I don't know why he would do that other than to just be mean honestly well, well, it's just to dehumanize her well it's it is uh it is someone who does not value life it is someone who views this child as a nuisance and an inconvenience mm. and bad publicity and there is no reason for him to reverse course on this now other than as you said Casey they are clearly getting information that this is looks horrific for you mm-hmm. as it should because you're denying the exist you're denying the humanity the existence of a little little girl who has done nothing to harm anyone and your loser kids inability to keep it in his pants is in no way her fault and her life is a blessing the same way every other life is her is a blessing well you know it's interesting because he said i have six grandchildren back on april 27th it's the end of July now, and this polling or somebody telling him, hey, that's not a good look, Joe. Why did it take so long? You'd think anybody with a brain would have known that up front. But uh, Navy now, Navy Biden, or Navy Roberts, she's she's going to get money from Hunter and some of his works of art. Oh, how exciting. Boy, which, she better be able to sell those for about seven cents. Yeah, but uh, it's not clear if she's going to ever meet Joe Biden or call him re- Pop or Grandpa or anything. Real quick, I, I would like to make a statement, Casey, if yes, I can. This please. show is half yours, so if you object to that, just just let me know. Let's get the, There's a motion on the floor for me no, make. make your statement. During the last commercial break, mm-hmm. we we have our news gathering partners, Wish TV, on in the studio. There was another ad for Jefferson Shreve. Yeah. And that ad is almost solely about his support for all the ridiculous proposals he has on guns. Mm-hmm. The raising of the uh, age to buy a firearm to 21. He's leaning in. The uh, ba- trying to ban permitless carry in Marion County. Um and the ban on assault weapons, which the Supreme Court has ruled unconstitutional. So now we have gone, the evolution of this guy, despite immense pushback from the people that should be his base, has gone from, it's a policy proposal. I'm now mentioning it front and center in an op-ed in IndyStar. I'm now mentioning it in ads on television. And now my entire ad is mm-hmm. about this. Yep. So look, I, I, I've said this from the beginning. I wanted the guy to win. Uh because I don't think the city can do four more years of Hogsett, but I am not. And, I, and initially we let it go. And we talked about this after the interview we did with him. Initially we let it go because I thought, yeah, he's winking and nodding. He's checking a box. He's trying to take that off as a campaign issue. He's going to get in there and just go, oh, yeah, suckers. Uh, no, he's he is now he is not only extending the middle finger to his base or what should be his base. He is sticking it right in your face. And I, I'm sorry. Look, I, I just can't I can't defend this guy. I've tried. I've tried really, really hard to defend this guy. He seems like a nice enough guy. But when you are just, you are wasting very, very valuable resources to tell your base to F off. He's advocating for something he knows that can't happen. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. You have run nothing on Joe Hogsett. Right. You've run nothing. You, 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 think about all the resources you could use to point out actual problems, which are the people running the city. And I'm, 
I'm mortified that we even gave this guy the benefit of the doubt because that was clearly a very serious lack in judgment because he's not only doubling down on it, he's not only tripling down on it, he's not a quadruple. Whatever, what is ahead of quadrupling? What's the next one? Is it Quint? Quint? Emily, you're smart. (laughs) Casey's asking her daughter, hey, you're a college-educated person. Uh, Quint? Yeah, Quint. He's quintupling. He's quintupling down on it. Yeah. And I'm done being played for a fool. We have given you the benefit of the doubt time and time and time again. We gave you almost a full hour to try to talk your way out of this thing. <laughs> and I can we can no longer do this. I'm done with this guy. I'm so sick of this. And I am now with Jason Hammer in terms. I mean, he he's running new ads. Casey's not yeah. even the same ad. Yeah. And, he's running new ads. And he asked our advice. And yes. he gave them advice. And you know what he did? Went in the opposite direction. Th- that is the second time mm-hmm. in both interviews where they have asked both of us mm-hmm. what what we think and what they should be doing and they have done the exact opposite and so done what are you going to do I, are you going to leave it blank or are you going to ride in abdul what, well, what's well, your I don't, plan i don't live in marion oh, county right. so you, i don't get a vote don't, you I, are I the person you are the person who gets a vote it does make me upset that uh, abdul did not win this well primary at this point I, I, look you can only for so long try to say hey well, let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt and maybe he will be able to have an explanation but he he was very clear with us he believes in all of it mm-hmm. clearly he does believe in all of it based on the fact that he is using his very valuable resources with limited time mm-hmm. to run television ads telling you how much he believes in it. So I'm done. Okay. I'm done. That's it for me. Hey, before we get to break, let's play this new ad. Donald Trump released this. This is a, uh, a new ad that's uh, blasting Biden and touting his own comeback. What do you call someone this week? Someone caught in a bribery scandal that made them millions, complicit in a government cover-up, and uses your government to get special deals for his family? You call them Joe Biden. And acting just like a corrupt third world dictator, Biden has unleashed a cadre of unscrupulous government bureaucrats he controls to act like rabid wolves and attack his greatest threat. Launching one of the greatest witch hunts in history. But Biden's underestimated the intelligence of voters. And Trump's support is growing even stronger as hardworking Americans come together in huge numbers to stand with the one person they know has their backs and will fight to make America great again. I'm Donald J. Trump and I approve this message. So this ad is titled Wolves and Witches. It's a good ad. It's a good ad. There were clips of Biden that I had forgotten about, like when he was struggling to put his jacket on and Joe Biden was helping him. Of course, there's a shot of him, uh, Joe Biden, falling off his bike and tripping upstairs. But uh, yeah, I I think it's it's a good ad as well. You know, the, the MAGA base, they don't support Trump in spite of his flaws. They do it because he doesn't have any. They don't think he has flaws. <laughs> it's baked in. It's part of him. It is 955. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. Right